Hey everyone, welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today I'm talking with Isabella Pena, CEO and President of Inspired Solutions. Enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Under Construction Podcast. Today I'm talking with Isabella Pena. Isabella, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing good for a Monday morning. We're we're starting the week off right by you and I having a conversation. I appreciate you making the time to do this. You're welcome. So the first question I wanted to ask you is how did you become a part of the Keeley Company's family? That's an amazing question. And that's usually a question I get asked. How did you get connected to the Keeleys? And I'm like, yeah, um, I started Inspired Solutions in 2015 and right around 2016, 2017, trying to grow the company, I heard about this um, mentor protege information through the Small Business Administration and how important it is to get a mentor and to mentor you through business. So I started on a quest to get a mentor. And while we were um, discussing all of this, to um, my one of my husband's um, supervisor, um, we got a phone call from him months later saying that he knows someone that could be a mentor to Inspired Solutions. And he said, but there is one thing. And we're like, what is it? And he said, that person is all the way in St. Louis. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Seriously, you could not have found anyone <laughs> closer in Virginia? You had to go all the way to St. Louis to find me someone. He said, but I know this guy. I know him my entire life. He's an amazing guy. He has a series of company and he likes to help women. He likes to help minority in business. And he's going to be a good mentor for you. And I'm like, okay. So I came to St. Louis and I pitched to Rusty and his entire board member and whoever else he had present concerning what it is that Inspired Solutions could offer and how they could help me and Inspired Solutions. And like we said, the rest has been a beautiful history. (laughs) Started with one face-to-face meeting. I love that. So for folks that may not be familiar with Inspired, um, first of all, can you share what it is that Inspired does? Um, But then... Why did you decide to start Inspired? Well, um, I will do the second question first. So I decided I was in the military for 21 years. And upon um, culminating my military career in 2015, I decided to start a company um, called Inspired Solutions. Um, There's a long story before how I came across to start Inspired Solutions, but I don't think the 30-minute podcast could support that. (laughs) But I decided to start Inspired Solutions, and when we started Inspired Solutions, we first started it as a consulting firm, but as we continued to grow the company, we um, kind of moved away from that and provided and get into the IT space and provided like... um, IT reseller services and logistic solutions for our customers. 
So basically, Inspired Solutions is uh, what they refer to as a VAR, an IT VAR, a value-added reseller and logistic solution um, company. And we take care of our customers under three um, basic um, pillars. And those three pillars are strategic sourcing, strategic staffing, and logistics management. Under each one of the pillars, what we try to provide is a full-service um program for our customers. So we basically start with just an email, a phone call, or a request from our customers asking us to provide them with a certain product or with a certain material. And when they do provide us with that request, they provide us with a request, we take that request and we see what else that we could provide for them. So if they need personnel to do the work, we provide them with personnel, whether it's like regular staff people or warehouse personnel, or program managers to help with their project, we provide that to them. And also we provide logistics management. And logistics management meaning that we could provide everything from procurement all the way through delivery and including storage in warehouses if that's what our customer um, request. Right now we have personnel and warehouses in seven different states supporting our customers and providing them with the materials and the stuff that they need. Okay, so that's pretty amazing. How did you get into that business? I assume there's a story behind how you came to be the master of all things IT and logistics. Yes. So in the military, when I um, joined the military many, many years ago, I spent 10 years in what a company called 13 Signal Battalion. Um, That's not normal in the military to spend so much time in one unit, but I did. I spent, it was nine and a, nine and a half years because about the 10-year mark, I, uh, I transitioned over to become an officer. So I started as an enlisted, an E1 in that um, company, and um, nine and a half years later, I put in a packet to become an officer in the military, and I transitioned to become an officer. But while I was in 13 Signal Battalion, that's when I got fascinated with IT stuff and IT materials and all the stuff that they were doing for IT. So as uh, um, what they refer to me as a 92 Alpha, which is a automated logistical specialist, I was responsible for ordering millions and millions of dollars worth of material, of IT material, whether it's from circuit card to whatever it is that the um, 13 Signal Battalion needed. So the 13 Signal Battalion is kind of like considered the IT company in the military. So whatever they needed at that time, that's what I would order and and fit their shelters for them. So whether they're going overseas or um, to fight war, or they're going to be right here in Cornus um, taking care of our um, the government and what is requested of us as soldiers. So from there, I... Um, did a lot of logistics work, understand how the logistics system work. I worked in warehouses and understand how from beginning where you order, procure the materials to how you house it, um, inventory systems and inventory control. And that's where I learned almost any and everything that I needed to learn about IT and logistics. And then I transitioned over to become an officer as a nurse. And being a nurse, when I one of my um, basically second areas that I work as a nurse was moving an entire hospital from one location to the other. Um, 
as the officer in charge of doing that, I was responsible for millions and millions of dollars again of material. And not only that, now I'm materials, but now I'm responsible for moving patients and personnel in a safe manner from one hospital to the other. I must say, I must say that we did it and we did it great, me and my team, because we didn't lose one patient and we did not lose any materials. <laughs> so we completed that task well. And there is where I learned to bring medical and IT together because I was, I became the um, program manager or the um, officer in charge of what they refer to that as their robotic surgery department at the Fort Belvoir Community Hospital. So I built, my team and I built the program from the ground up. We were given two robots and we said, and they said that I need you to build me a robotic surgery um, department. And that's what we did. And there I was able to mesh IT with nursing. And I continue to do some of the same thing, like ordering materials for the hospital, ordering all this, the equipment and supplies that I needed for my um, for the robots and um, what the surgeons needed to do their work. So it's been like over 20 years process of working in the logistics area, whether it's um, IT logistics, medical logistics, um, whatever the customer requests. Um, that's what I've been doing for the last 20 years. So it would make sense that when I started Inspired Solution, though I started consulting as IT consultant because my husband, who is also Rick Pena, retired from the military as the um, CTO in G6 in the military. Um, so like that's the um, chief technology officer. So he retired doing that work. So when I opened Inspired Solutions, he was doing all the IT consulting and I was doing all the medical consulting. But we needed to grow the company beyond just consulting. And that's when we added the logistics and procurement part to Inspired Solutions. That is a cool story, Isabel. I appreciate you sharing it with us. You've got it in your blood, it seems, logistics and yeah. people management. I love it. Yes, so when you look at the last uh, five years, right, so going from 2015 through now, um, what new belief, behavior, or habits uh, has really helped you to grow the company to where it is today? I think um, I will say two things. Well, three things. I will say my utmost um, determination and believing God that I can do all things through Christ helps me to navigate what inspired solutions need to do and how inspired solutions need to get it done. And number two, after becoming um, part of the, um, a partner to the Keeley companies and having them mentor me, I have learned that strategic planning is extremely important in every aspect of your business. And if you want your business to grow, Strategic planning is so, so important. And thirdly, taking care of your people. When I say that my people are my most valuable asset, I do mean my people are my most valuable asset. And those are the three things that has helped me in the last five years to be able to grow inspired solutions and have focus in inspired solutions. I love it. So a blending of faith and hard work and great people and putting a strategy to it. Hey, it doesn't get any easier, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> and if it was just that easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> and it I, I was about to say the same thing. And if it was just that easy, I think anybody could have done it. 
<laughs> but it is not that easy. It takes so many hours. And as a small business owner, a lot of people go into business and say, I'm just going to work for myself because I can take off whenever I want to. And that is not necessarily true. You actually never take off. You don't really have a takeoff because I tried to take off a couple of weeks ago for just a few days on vacation with my family. And I and I swear that at that time, when I choose to take those couple of days off, that's when everybody needed me. So, you know, so you cannot, you don't put customers on hold as a small business and be like, I'll be back, you know, in three days and I will check with you. As a small business owner, um, you are wired to your company, just like you wired to your family, you wired, you just have to find balance in all of them. You just mm -hmm. have to find a way to balance them. But it's not as easy as some people make it out to be. If if that's your business and a small business is not that easy as some people make it out to be. It's a lot of hard work to grow a company. Absolutely. And that concept of entrepreneurism seemed like very glorious, uh, but it's a lot of hard work and and a lot of grunt work, too, doing the things <laughs> when you're a chief cook, bottle washer and, and a marketing and salesperson. Right. So. Oh, let me let me ask you, you mentioned strategy, Isabella. How did that help you uh, take inspired solutions to where it is? Um, and if you could just explain to folks, where were you revenue wise uh, as you've grown? Because uh, you've had a, a heck of a rocket ship of growth. Yes. So when I first met my mentor and I met Jen, you know, don't, I'm not going to talk too much about her because, you know, I'm going to cry. I do. So when I first met my mentor and when I did, I first met Jen and we all know how special Jen is for us. She's no longer with us, but we all know as leaders, um, a partner to the Kili company, myself and all the leaders in the Kili company, how important she was to us as leaders and how we looked up to her for whatever it is that we needed or wanted to talk about. And I um, met when I met with Jen and Rusty, which is my partner, says that you need to sit down with Jen and learn about strategic planning. You need to she need to come up with a 60 and a, and a 90 day plan for you. And I sat down with it and he's like, if you want inspired solutions to grow, you have to sit with her. She has helped me and helped me grow. And I'm like this kind of person. If something worked for someone else and they're telling me that it's working, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> so I done with Jen. It just made sense. If Jen took him from a certain amount of millions of dollars to a whole lot more of millions of dollars, I'm looking like, well, she knows what she's doing and I'm going to sit with her too. And I sat with Jen and that, that, sat, that, that meeting that day changed my life. Not only that Jen started teaching me about strategic planning and having long-time goals, not only for my company, but for myself. Where do I see my company in one year? Where do I see myself in five years? And before that, I was planning on a year-to-year -year basis, not looking at the long range and looking at five years, where would I like to be? And what do I need to do right now in this current year that's going to impact me throughout the years to take me to my five years? And that's what that's where the strategic planning came in. And that's where strategic planning played the role. And when I took what she told me and what my mentor gave me. And I put that into motion and started planning for a year, two year, five year plan. Inspired Solution just grew like crazy because now I was able to see and know what jobs to go after and know, you know, who to go talk to and know 
who, which companies that could help me grow and where I need to spend my time as a CEO, um, which companies I need to be talking to. And um, we were just, I would just say that we went from under a million dollars to like $9 million the following year. And that's how much growth that we had in Inspired Solutions because I decided to sit down and take strategies that work for others and apply it to the company and have the company grow. I love it. Thank you for sharing. And for those folks who are listening, uh, Jan Teresi Mokwa, um, great woman who tragically passed away early. Um, her book is called Building Career Equity. Uh, second edition is out. I would highly encourage you if you're interested in any of the concepts Isabel is talking about, look that book up. It's a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal book and a, and a great heart of a human who came with it. Um, you know, and Isabella, I think one of the interesting things uh, that you had mentioned was that uh, Jan helped you not only personally plan, but also your business plan. What kind of things did she challenge you with as a mentor in your personal life that helped you to grow the business? Because in she, as a mentor, she tells me in my personal life that I need to grow my personal life just like I grow the company. I need to spend time and focus on my personal life. And me focusing on my personal life will also help me to grow the company. So it's like taking classes. Like is have when people come in and talk to us like you provide the Killy you. Is going on Killy you, you don't know, you don't know how to do something or you don't know um information necessarily all the information you need to know about a topic is visiting the places that will allow you to learn about the topic looking at videos listening to other great people and how they talk listen to their mistakes and what they did um you know just taking courses to help grow yourself as a leader um talking to other um ceos and having that face-to-face um meeting with people, let people get to know you and you get to know them and just learn from people. You know, that helps to build your personal life. It helps to build you up as a leader. But because it does that to you, some of that stuff you're going to still take and transfer over to your company and help to build your company and the leaders in your company that's going to allow your company to grow eventually. I appreciate you sharing that, Isabella. It, uh, it's something we lose sight of as we get working on business, that business is powered by people. And that's, uh, that's why I asked that question. Thank you for sharing that perspective. I think it's something we all need to take more of a note of. We have to invest in ourselves and invest in our business, but not exclude either one. So when you look at success, how do you, Isabella, define success? Well, so you know, I'm, since I'm a religious person, I'm probably going to go biblical on you on this one, right? right. <laughs> That's how I define success. I don't define success as the amount of money you have, the number of houses you have, or the um, cars you drive, or none of these personal things that you have. I define success as God putting you on this world, and he puts everyone on this world for a reason. And everybody has a path that they have to follow. And I believe that success is when you discover what that path is and you follow that path and you finish that path, that's your success. Success to each and in each individual means something different. What, what God has planned for you may not require billions of dollars. 
and you are very successful, you could be very successful at what you do because it's your path. There's some paths that others have that requires them to have billions of dollars to accomplish what it is that they need to get done. So each person have their path that they need to follow. What I tell people is discover what that is. Whether you're religious or not, discover what your path is. What are you supposed to be doing? And when you find out what it is, good God almighty, do it to the best of your ability, get it done, and you will experience success. That's great advice. Thanks, Isabella. When you look at that path, and I know that this is a million-dollar question you may not have an answer for, but how, how do you get more discernment on what that path is or what your purpose is? Any tips that you could offer to folks? So sometimes I tell people, like, some people be like, how do I launch into my purpose and how do I launch into my path? How do I know what it is? Like me and my husband usually say that if you're somewhere and some of the stuff that irritates some people, you're looking like, seriously, why is this thing irritating you? If it's irritating you that bad, it's probably your passion to go after that thing or to go after that, follow that path to make it better. So for example, like I tell people, if there are people who just lack discipline or always showing up late for something and you're irritated about it and you have this thing that you just want to teach people and grow people and make people better, like Jen did, that's probably your path that you need to go. So, you know, there's some people that's just fascinated with helping um, people. Just They just, their heart is just to help people. They're not after money. They're not after none of that. They just want to help people. Go after it. That might be your path if you have the heart for that, to help people no matter what it is. Like I tell people, I do a lot of mission work, but I don't consider myself to be a missionary that stays on location. I call myself like a traveling missionary because I will get up and go to a missionary, um, a missionary um, trip, whether it's from to Africa or Mexico or to Dominica. I will go and I'll come back. I am not the person who see myself staying out there in that field. But there's some people that are called to do that. That that's the only thing they could see themselves do is to stay among the local people and stay there and serve them. So you will know what your when the time comes, you will know what it is. Because you will feel in your heart that is what it is that you're supposed to do. Some people wake up every day and goes to, go to jobs that they are miserable at just to make a dollar. What if they would stop focusing on making the dollar and really trying to find what it is that their passion is, what it is that they are called to do, and then the dollar will follow. So sometimes some people don't know what it is because they lost following a dollar or lost following somebody else's dream. Because I know my dad wanted me to be a doctor, but I don't want to be a doctor. I never wanted to be a doctor. And I almost fell for it and following his dreams. If I did not kind of like run away to join the military, I would probably be a doctor today and probably be miserable because I don't like that job and that's not what I want to do. Nothing against being a doctor. There are great doctors out there. But you also encounter doctors that are very mean and, you know, just not nice because they're miserable in the job that they have chosen because their parents or their wife or somebody chose it for them. So I, if you get up every day and you're miserable going to do what you're doing, it's not your passion. It's not what you're called to do. You have to figure it out. That is such great advice. And it's practical. 
uh, I would encourage everybody who's listening, you know, hit the back button a couple of times, go back about three minutes, listen to this section again. This is uh, great advice for how to figure out what your passion is. Sometimes it's the thing that irritates you the most. It's because you're not doing what you should be doing. So thank you for sharing that, Isabella. Uh, I can tell you that's how I came to my current role uh, is, <laughs> is by challenging uh, the status quo because while I was good at what I did, I didn't love it. And now I love what I do and I'm getting better at it. Uh, but it's, it's a lifelong process. And you also have to be willing to say no to some people who may not yeah. understand. And I appreciate you bringing up about your dad, uh, you know, living your life uh, and showing uh, those people that may not believe what you do uh, is important, but showing them that it is. So thank you very much. That's great, great advice to everybody. Last question I have for you. Um, I call it my God mode question. Um, if you could put something on every device, uh, whether it's a tablet or now a smartwatch, your phone, computers, digital signboards on the highway, whatever it is, if you could put something in front of everyone in the world on their screens, what is it that you would want them to know? Could be a quote, could be a song, could be an image. What would you tell everybody? I will tell them what I have in front of me, <laughs> you know, and what I, a couple quotes that I have and what I have in front of me is I tell myself every day that I can get, I get up, regardless of what it is that I'm trying to do, that I can do all things through Christ. And I know this, this, this podcast may not go to everybody that believe in Christ, but that is mine. This is what I put before me. And for my company, I keep myself grounded and I keep myself doing the right thing by this quote that I have that sits like right above me right now in my office while I'm talking to you. And different people have different meaning for leadership. Even in the military, I have gotten different meaning for leadership. But one of the best ones that I like, it says leadership is doing what is right when no one is watching. Mm -hmm. And it's by uh, John, it's by George Van Valkenburn. And that is so important to me because in order for me to sleep at night and knowing that I do the right thing every day, I have to continue to do what's right when no one is watching me. Those quotes may not work for everybody, but Inspired Solutions guess, got its name from God. And it was is a company that is meant to inspire others all over the world. And that's what we will continue to do as a company. But as a leader, I just try to continue to do what I do. Operate in honesty. Be honest in everything that I do on a daily basis. So when I look back on my life, there will not be no shady stuff or no areas in my life where I said, wow, I should have done this. I, I lack integrity in that area. I don't ever want to sit back and say that. So because of that, every day I will look up on that wall and I'll say, as a leader, I'm going to do what's right. Even if it rubs others the wrong way, I'm going to do what's right, even when no one is watching me. That is awesome, Isabella. And I appreciate you sharing your passion and the fact that your success is tied not only to the business, but also the family and certainly the faith aspect of your life. And I think that's important for folks to hear 
as you mentioned, everyone's success looks different, and I want everyone to be exposed to that. So thank you for being honest and authentic and, and sharing that so that everyone can hear what it is that Isabella does and how she's trying to build her company. Yes, I appreciate the opportunity to be on there. And I really appreciate all you do for us because since you've been over the Kili U, the it has grown massively and it has grown. There's so many classes on there that we could take. And sometimes I even find, and making the classes available to everyone because I find myself taking classes on the construction side, just trying to learn and trying to know what's going on over there. So just making all these classes available for us and coming up with creative ways to help our people, you know, listen to classes, the different road shows that you do. So I really appreciate your passion because like I said, that's when you know you know, people are walking in their purpose because you could tell by their work and their passion for their work that they are um, walking in their purpose. Well, thank you for saying that. I certainly try to model it. And thank you so much for sharing with everybody today on the podcast. Uh, last word I would say for everyone is find that purpose and follow it. Thanks, Isabella. You're welcome. Thank you. everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Under Construction Podcast. As a reminder, this is a place where we can talk about what does it mean to be a success in the journey that it takes to get there, which is different for everyone, as I'm sure you've heard. I encourage you to listen to this app. We'll be posting this podcast on a regular basis to all the major podcast apps, be it on your iOS or Android device, certainly on your computer. You can always find us at anchor.fm forward slash keelyu or all of the major podcast apps and platforms. Thanks and have a great rest of the week.